Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast, where we focus on health and wellness and overcoming all types of addictions. You're in the right place if you're a mom, dad, sibling, or caregiver who has a loved one who is or was struggling with an eating disorder or any other kind of addiction. In a time where everything seems heavy, I'm here to bring you a very real yet lighthearted take on what the heck we're all supposed to do with our lives while we care for our loved ones who are struggling. One thing holds true throughout it all. You can't juggle the chaos without smiling, at least a little bit. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am your host, Moira Gorski, and I am so grateful that you are listening today. Grateful that you found me. If this is your first episode, grateful if you come back and have listened to me for the last 126 episodes or so. So grateful for all of you. And today, it's just me and uh, some thoughts that I want to share with you and um, some really great things that have been happening in my life the last couple of months. And it really got me to thinking about a song that I've heard and I've known for a while and the words that of the song that really you know how it is sometimes you love a song but you don't really you haven't really listened to the words so much and maybe it's because they haven't applied to your life until a particular point and that's what's happening with this so there's um there's a song that's called that's by van morrison and that's why i named the episode days like this uh that's the name of the song have you heard it before I wasn't, um, didn't know Van Morrison too much until I met my uh, husband and our soon-to-be husband when I met him. He's a huge fan of Van Morrison, and I tell people I fell in love with Van Morrison because I, uh, we listen to it a lot. My husband introduced me to Van Morrison. I love his songs. He has a lot of great ones, great artists. And this one um, is a great song. And so I want to read some of the lyrics and then talk about just some things that have been happening in my life the last couple of months. Um, I had a, this week, I had th- uh, an open house and a journal signing in my local town here. And uh, someone said, wow, what have you been up to? And I think you've been up to a lot of things. You've been really busy. And I have been busy. And they've been really good. It's a good busy. And um, it, again, made me think of this songs Because the lyrics go like this. When it's not always raining, there'll be days like this. When there's no one complaining, there'll be days like this. When everything falls into place like the flick of a switch, well, my mama told me there'll be days like this. When you don't need to worry, there'll be days like this. When no one's in a hurry, there'll be days like this. When you don't get betrayed by that old Judas kiss, oh, my mama told me there'll be days like this. When you don't need an answer, there'll be days like this. When you don't need a chancer, there'll be days like this. When all the parts of the puzzle start to look like they fit, then I must remember there'll be days like this. Again, hadn't ever really listened to those words, but it's really, it's really cool. Let me t- talk about the different things that I've been involved with. So the beginning, um, well, in, well, the beginning of September was my birthday, so my 58th birthday. And then I decided that I would compete in another dance competition. As, as, as you know, um, I have I started ballroom dance lessons about a year and a half ago, uh, July of 2020, and uh, competed in my first competition in February. And then I decided to do this one in September. And it was just a great, a great experience. And just so, but I decided that 
because I had been so, if you listen to any of those podcasts <laughs> about my competition and my red light stories and the things, how hard I am and was on myself, um, I decided that this time it would be, it was going to be different. I was going to have a much better mindset. You know, I put the time in, I, you know, contacted my, I talked to my dance instructors and said, this is what I want uh, to do. And I'm um, not sure I'm ready for it. And they said, sure, you'll be ready. We'll make a plan. So we made a plan of the lessons and uh, the practices and things like that. And I was ready. And I decided I was going to go into it with a positive mindset of just, and I said this on the episode that I recorded about it from Michigan, you know, that my my daughter explained it to me, a good way to understand like what we do in these competitions is that it's like kind of like a swim meet. You know, when you're in a swim meet, you swim one time and then, you know, during a one meet and then you'll have another meet and you're just trying to compete with, yes, you're trying to beat other people, but you're really trying to just compete with yourself, like take a few seconds off or things like that from one race to another. And that's really a good way to look at these competitions. And it really helped me go in with this mindset that I'm going to do all the work, right? I'm going to put the time in and then I'm going to go and do the best that I can. And hopefully I'll do better than last time. And that's a win. And then there is a chance that you can, if you do a championship round, that you can you can get rated compared to those that you dance against. And so this, it was so different this time. And it, it turned out great. I did end up winning in my division, as I would say. So, you know, again, I don't know. Again, I'm still learning the things about dance, but in my division, if you will. So, you know, I'm 58, so I'm dancing against other women that are my age that are at my level. So I'm an intermediate bronze student. And so I was competing against five other women in my smooth dances um, and I won. So it's a nice extra thing when you win. Um, But it was one of those things that I thought about this song when I heard it um, soon after that, you know, especially when it says when no one's in a hurry, there'll be days like this. And um, when the parts of puzzle seem to look like, you know, they fit. It's just, it's, it ends up being just a beautiful day. And I remember that day. um, So well, those few days that I was involved in that uh, dance competition. And and again, it just is like, you know, when you work, when you put the work in and have that positive mindset, it makes a big difference. And then a week later, uh, we had a virtual conference for Shackley for the company that I've been representing, been a brand partner for, uh, for the last 21 years, using their products and helping people live healthier lives and, and switching, ditching and switching products and just finding different ways to live a healthier lifestyle. And uh, so we had a competition, or no, I'm sorry, we had a convention. We usually meet in person, but, you know, of course, with this pandemic, uh, we haven't been. Um, so we had a we had one more time doing the virtual conference here. And we have a lot of our team is in this area or within driving distance, but we also had many that flew in because we just are so, I don't know about you, but so many of us are just dying for this community and to get back together. And it was a wonderful, wonderful time. Wonderful speakers, great motivation, just great. It's just, it's one of those things that my friend Pam and I, you know, met some 22 years ago and started learning about um, how we could help other people with their health. And we started slow and by helping our families and helping a few families here and there and a few friends. And it's grown into this 
just wonderful organization that I'm able to, the word's not manage, but, you know, my team, my organization, um, our and we were able to bring so many of those together for this competition. And it's been a lot of work, right? It's been a lot of hard work, a lot of coaching, a lot of up and down. I mean, direct selling is sometimes I say not for the faint of heart because it is, um, it's your own business and there's, you know, competition and there's fears and there's all kinds of things. And yet after 21 years, I stood back and I I looked at these women and men that were there that are all on a similar mission of, again, helping people live healthier lives. And it's right, like that's going on right now. People's concerns and the things that are trending, if you will, are wellness and staying healthy and e-commerce, you know, everything's e-commerce, right? We're going online to order our things and they're getting delivered to our house and our food, our electronics, our toys, our wellness products, our like everything. And so e-commerce is a big part and Sheckley is all, again, click and order, delivered to your house. And then just this idea of a side gig mentality that, you know, we are all on that similar mission in all of those trends and really vibrant and thriving. And I'm so grateful for that. And again, I stood back and I at different times and I, I saw our team and I heard our team and was motivated by the talks and just laughed and, and cried and just really had a wonderful time together and thought, you know, there will be days like this, days that are that, like I said before, with the lyrics, you know, that things are fitting in. Um, we don't, it's not by chance, you know, we've put the hard work in and I've put the hard work in. And it's, I felt like, again, this other lyric that says, when no one steps on my dreams, there'll be days like this. When people understand what I mean, there'll be days like this. When you ring out the changes of how everything is, well, my mama told me there'd be days like this. You know, it, it continues to be a dream of mine to continue to help people live healthier lives and also women to be able to have a business where they can serve others and have a purpose themselves. And I saw that just continuing to unfold in front of me. And it just, it's, it was a wonderful feeling that, again, here are the days that it is working and um, I'm able to serve others and people are able to serve others and help other people in this. And then let's see, a, a week or so later, um, our oldest son um, has got engaged uh, this summer. He is getting married next September and we are thrilled about that. And he and his fiance bought a house. And so uh, he invited us up to help them out. Although, you know, when we um, got up there, Pretty much everything was moved in, so we didn't have a lot of helping to do, but that was great. We were able to hang out with them, um, hang out with uh, Christie's family, parents, um, and just have a good time spending time with them. You know, I don't know if you, any of you that are listening have older kids that have gotten engaged, or they're getting married, having kids, you know, moving on to those next things of life that we hope that they all do. But it ends up being this feeling like, wow, it's just... It's a different feeling than I've, it's kind of like surreal. Um, we knew our son was getting engaged, but really when he sent us the pictures and the video and told us that it had happened, it's just, it was this surreal feeling of just elation and emotion. And it was really awesome. And I felt that same way when we were up there with Paul, 
you know, he's worked so hard. Um, he's found a wonderful woman that he is going to spend the rest of his life with that he loves. They're a wonderful couple. Uh, it just makes us feel so grateful. It's a wonderful family that he's marrying into uh, as well. And so again, we helped him a little bit. And then he's, there was a chance that there was a time that he was going out to walk walk his dogs. Uh, he, he and Christy have two dogs. And I said, hey, let me come with you. And so here I am walking around his new neighborhood. And we're talking about, you know, how he found it and why they wanted to live there. And, you know, seeing the different dogs and the different um, houses that we passed and saying hello to some neighbors and walking past an elementary school that I thought, wow, when they have kids and if they're still here, this is where they'll go. It just, again, it was like, wow, here it is. These are days that there isn't struggle. There's happiness. There's um, really being proud of our son for for where he is in life and moving on and doing all those things and being an independent, you know, young man, you know, just again, having great success. And it just, it warmed my heart so much. I Whenever I think about his wedding coming up, it really kind of brings me to tears. So we and we joke about it, like how we're both going to be Paul and I are both going to be a mess that day. Just again, being so happy. But you know, we cry and things like that. But again, there won't be complaining. There hopefully won't be raining because they're outside when they get married. And everything will fall into place. And um, again, just a wonderful feeling. And just so proud of Paul uh, and Christy for what they're accomplishing in their life and how they found each other and they're moving forward. And then, you know, lastly, the fourth thing I want to mention that's been going on um, is this week I had, um, as you've heard on this podcast, if you listen, I developed a journal and self-published that a couple of months ago. Journaling has become a big thing for me, um, and I, I just felt led to create a journal that was could be a um, kind of a companion piece to this podcast and also something that I could share with others and share my journey, just like I'm sharing my journey here on this podcast, my journey through the life of a mom, a caregiver, somebody that has a child that struggled and taking care of myself and the importance of taking care of myself and putting myself first, um, you know, that whole oxygen mask in the airplane story, things like that. Um, and so I developed a journal and, um, one of my, uh, a couple of my friends said, well, are you going to do a book signing? And I said, well, it's just a journal. And, um, they're like, yeah, but it's a journal and it's people, it's a great thing that you've done and it would be great to get people together so they could see your journal, um, buy it from you, get a signed copy and you could, they could also hear from you about how you developed it. And so that's what I did. Um, a local um, networking, well, a local gentleman who owns a juicery in town offered his space to me. And so that's what we did. We, uh, I put together a book signing evening this week. And it was, again, it was lovely. And um, we had a wonderful turnout. I was very, very honored and humbled by the people that showed up to support me to take a look at the journal and to hear more about this, this journey of joy that the, the journal is called the journey to joy. Because as I've journaled, it has, I mean, if you haven't, again, if you haven't journaled, I really encourage you to to go back and listen to my episode on journaling um, and why it's so important um, and how it can really bring so much peace, bring a lot of um, awareness. It's kind of like a free therapy session when you journal because you're getting those thoughts out of your head and um, putting down on paper and really 
you know, just again, helping to understand kind of what's going on there. And when we journal and get those thoughts out of our head, there's just more space and room for new realizations and new things that are going on. It can be a big stress reliever. And um, again, just a great practice to do every day, be it in the morning, in the evening. I tell people, just carry a journal with you, carry a notebook with you, because wherever you go, there's usually some time and a lot of times we pull out our phones and want to look at our phones. But I encourage people, I told people at the book signing, you know, take it with and when you have a few minutes, if you're waiting for a doctor's appointment or waiting for your kids or um, even I take it to church and sometimes I get there early and I write some things down, then you have a journal that you can write things in. So, so I had the book signing and I would just, you know, as I reflected to the gals that were there and talked about my journey Um, Again, I thought about this, the lyrics to the song, and I thought about, again, how grateful I am for where I've come and where I was sitting and where I was standing. Because as I stood and I looked at those women and I shared my story and my journey, I felt a real sense of pride and a real sense of joy. And as I shared with them, there were certainly times that I didn't have that. There were times that I didn't have the joy and the times that I felt like it was raining every day figuratively, you know, and there was a lot of complaining and things weren't were not falling in place. And I worried a lot and I prayed a lot and I was hurrying through life like wondering if things would get better. And as I did all the things as I took care of myself, as I did the self care things, as I did reading and Um, journaling and meditation and prayer and things like that, things have fallen into place. And I stood at that place, you know, telling them that, again, there were many times that I didn't know if the joy would come back to my life. It has, there has been struggle in the last many years with our daughter, with our family, with my life, with my business, just so many things. And sitting and thinking, like, will the joy come back? Like, where is it? Where's the joy? Where's the fun? I see all these other people. And I feel like, come on, I'm ready for this. This is what I want. And where is it? And yet I remember saying to them this last week and thinking it a few times, like, maybe it's up to me. Maybe I'm the one that goes to find the joy. Maybe I go after it. Maybe I go do all the things. Maybe I go find the things to do. Maybe I walk into a dance studio and try a dance lesson. Maybe I reach out to a friend and say, hey, can we um, go for a walk? Can we go on a retreat together? Maybe I reach out and take a boxing class. Maybe Maybe it's up to me. And you know what? I found that when I did that, yeah, the joy started to come back, but it was up to me. It wasn't sitting and waiting for things to fall into place. Um, I, I had to be part of that. And um, again, I it really hit me as I stood and spoke with these women and they asked different questions and we talked and we socialized and just had a wonderful connection time. I thought, wow, I felt the joy inside. I felt the happiness, the satisfaction, the real gratitude that... I was at a place where I was fulfilling the dreams that I've thought about, that I really have this 
purpose and this drive and desire to bring women together, to provide them a place that they can land, a soft place that they can land, a place of community, a place of connection, a place of just being safe. And that's what was happening in front of me. And it was just this wonderful, beautiful feeling where it it felt great. And I thought, wow, I thought about these. I thought about days like this. And it's happening right in front of me. And what a wonderful, satisfying feeling. And I say all this not to be boastful at all, to say, wow, look at me. I say this because I want to encourage you to know that there will be days that it feels like it's raining all the time. And there'll be days that it feels like everybody's complaining and things are the shit and they are not good. And you worry and you wonder and you wonder, when is it going to get better? And when am I going to get out of this rut? Somebody asked me that on Tuesday night. They said, how do you, when you feel like you're stuck and you're in a rut, what do you do? Like, how do you get out of that? And I said, you know what you do? You take one day at a time. And maybe it's one hour at a time. And maybe it's one little time every morning that you get up and meditate and read a little bit of a, you know, devotional book or the language of letting go, daily meditations on codependency, or something, and you do a little journaling, you just do one day at a time, one hour at a time, one minute at a time, and keep going with that consistency. And then it gets better. And the and knowing that, I mean, that we have to be patient, that it doesn't happen overnight, because you didn't get in that rut overnight. And so it's going to take a while for perhaps you to get out of that rut. But when you do it one day at a time, and one day at a time, and keep that consistency, and, and I can't stress it enough that you put yourself first, you take care of yourself, you find those self care things, and and do them. And don't skimp on yourself, because I was doing that, I can say that. And that's what my friends, so many of them said, you know what, you got to take start taking care of yourself. Because the stress of our daughter struggling, and our other kids and my thriving wellness business and life was getting the best of me. And thankfully, my friends said, you got to take care of yourself, come to this energy clearing, come to this gong bath, come to this retreat, let's go for a walk, why don't you get a massage, go take a bath, you know, all of those things. And I did do those and I continue to do those. And it's so important. And I encourage you to do that too, because as you continue to, again, take care of yourself, then things can fall into place. It, it can happen. And, you know, I'll finish up by saying, you know, somebody asked me about the ideas that I have and the things that I've created with the journal and the podcast and my business and other things and dreams that I have. And um, they said, how do you do all of that? And I said, you know, when ideas come to me, I feel like they're being led to us by a higher being, you know, by the God that I know, um, the God of my understanding. And ideas come, they come to all of us, right? But I find that when the ideas continue to come back, and you can't stop thinking about something that it's time to do something about it. And I said, and so that's what I do. I, when the ideas continue, then I think about it, I journal about it, I wonder, okay, how could this come to be? And it's amazing that when you start to do that, and and open yourself up to the possibilities of things that could happen, like a podcast, like having your own business, like being a dancer, something like that, 
like things start to fall into place. You know, the I found that like people come into my life then that can teach me about podcasting or a virtual assistant who says, hey, I'd love to help you work on your journal that you're developing. That's I'd love to work on that project. Like these people come into your lives and it falls into place. And so I say, continue on with your ideas because as they continue to come, again, I believe that it's our obligation to follow those. And again, just keep on keeping on because there will be days that it's raining. Now it's raining here as I'm recording this uh, early on a Friday morning. And so I know that there will be days that it feels like raining, but let me read the lyrics again. When it's not always raining, there'll be days like this. When there's no one complaining, there'll be days like this. When everything falls into place like the flick of a switch. Well, my mama told me there'll be days like this. And when you don't need to worry, there'll be days like this. When no one's in a hurry, there'll be days like this. When you don't get betrayed by the old Judas kiss, oh, my mama told me there'll be days like this. When you don't need an answer, there'll be days like this. When you don't need a chaser, there'll be days like this. When all the parts of the puzzle start to look like they fit, then I must remember there'll be days like this. When everyone is up front and they're not playing tricks, when you don't have no freeloaders out to get their kicks, when it's nobody's business the way that you want to live, right? I just have to remember there'll be days like this. When no one steps on my dreams, there'll be days like this. When people understand what I mean, there'll be days like this. When you ring out the changes of how everything is, well, my mama told me, there will be days like this. Again, what a wonderful song. Thank you, Van Morrison, for writing it. Um, and thank I just I'm so grateful that I heard the words one day and thought, and, you know, honestly, I was listening to this when I was sitting up in Michigan in the hotel um, while my husband was um, out golfing with Paul. I was going through because I was trying to figure out perhaps what a good mother-son song would be for our wedding, for his wedding. And this is one that came up. And I thought, why would this be a wedding song? And then I listened to the words and I was like, wow, this is a great, again, a great song of being grateful for what is going on in front of you, what you have and things like that. So again, thank you, Van Morrison, for this song. And um, again, thank you for listening. Again, I just want to finish up by saying, again, be, I can't stress enough, be grateful for what you do have. It may not seem like a whole lot when you're having those days that it's raining, but be grateful every morning because there are things to be grateful for. And don't worry because there will be days like this. Um, and take care of yourself. When you have ideas, journal about them. Write them down. Think about them. Think about what you want um, because it may not happen tomorrow, but you can have those dreams that come true. And just keep on keeping on. Just keep at it. Be consistent. Vote for yourself. Take care of yourself. Vote for your dreams. Think about what you can accomplish. And make sure, again, as you take care of yourself, that's the best thing you can do because then you are an example to others. You can be an inspiration to others that there will be troubles and times that are tough, but there'll also be days like this where it's wonderful. So thanks again for listening. I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you for continuing to share with me um, the impact that this podcast has on your life. I love those messages. It again, humbles me uh, to no end. And I'm, I'm grateful to be part of your lives, um, part of your lives as you listen to this. So have a good one. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. 
If you like this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Share it with others and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. I've got a tribe over on Facebook, so head over there and search for Juggling the Chaos of Recovery Podcast Tribe. And do you know somebody who has a story, a story to share, a story of recovery and hope? Please let me know, as I'd love to feature them as a guest on one of these next upcoming podcasts. And perhaps you're looking for a community of like-minded, collaborative, and supportive people who cheer each other on as we strive to improve our lives. If that sounds like something you've been looking for, schedule some time with me. You'll find the links in the show notes. Let's talk, and let me help you find your way. And I'm here to tell you that you're worth it.